Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Market Shapers. I am very excited to be joined by the super talented, high energy Joe Romero. Joe from Williams True. Joe, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. So uh, we always kind of like to start off a little bit about learning about someone's background. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit about, you know, how you got into real estate, maybe where you grew up and kind of how you found yourself working for Williams True at some point. Wonderful. Well, I won't bore you all with my story, but long story short, I was actually going to become an orthodontist and I was going to school for a biology degree with a minor in business, but one day I decided it was not for me. And I told my parents, my parents were like, you're getting into real estate, you're crazy. Go be a doctor. And so I made that jump and then I ended up getting into the commercial side of it first. I worked for a boutique resident, a boutique commercial firm here in Fort Worth. And we focused on big box stores. So anything that was 40,000 square feet and above. So Burlington Coat Factory was one of our biggest clients. What formerly known as Burlington Coat Factory, now they're Burlington. So that's kind of where I started. And one day I was kind of like, nah, this isn't my speed. I think residential is always going to be my speed. And so I dived into residential and I told my boss that I was moving into the residential side. And he was like, hallelujah, it's about time that you came to me and you decided what you want to do. And he was like, you're going to do great in residential. So what spurred that on though? Like what was inside of you that thought you would really enjoy and love doing residential as opposed to commercial? Always, always, always as a child, I've always thought of homes and the architect and architectural and the design aspect. Everything has always just been so intriguing to me as a child. And I always said to my parents growing up, oh, I want to sell real estate one day. You know, I used to kind of look at the magazines and all the the homes and the agents and I was like, that looks so cool. My parents were like, no, don't do that. Go, go to medical school. Go, go do something that, you know, like that. And so one day I just, I woke up and I said, I'm going to follow my passion and what I want to do. So that's how. I I love that because it it was in you all along when you finally kind of listened to it. I did. And that first year was pretty rough (laughs) in the business because I had the, you know, thinking to myself, am I making that right choice as a brand new agent? Yes. Well, so, and that's what I want to kind of really dive into because, because how many years have you been on the residential side now? So um, three years, going on three years. And so I think it's always helpful because we have so many folks that have not been doing this for 20, 30 years. And I think they really can learn from people like you. And I know you spend a lot of time talking to the new agents as well about this and motivating them. So what is some of the things like looking back that you did as an, a new entry person into residential that has now set you up to be as successful as you are now. Okay, well definitely, yes, I, one of my, the growing pains that I love to say is that I did open houses every single yeah. weekend. It was like, didn't matter if it was holiday, if it was Father's Day, if it was Easter, I was there doing Holstein and open house because I thought you never know if someone's going to walk in right. saying, I don't have an agent and I want to buy a house. So would you just go walk the halls and ask people that had a house they wanted yep. to open? I and I would make the rounds throughout the office and I would say, hey, can I host your open house today? And they would be like, sure, we, we would love to have you do it. So that's kind of how I started. And then by kind of gaining that traction, with the open houses, I started to create videos. And videos is kind of really how people in the world of social media started to discover who I am as a person and that I'm an agent. You know, because I was a brand new agent, most of my friends, of course, your friends never use you. They always love to refer you, is what I like to say. Which is great because, I mean, you're working with one of their biggest assets, so they just want to make sure that you are focused and you can get the job done well. So with video, obviously we're sitting here doing a video, so I'm a huge proponent of video. I feel bad if we send out so many from me, and I'm sorry for that. 
but I'm a huge believer in it because I think it's such an effective communication tool. Yes. So talk about how you first started incorporating video into your business and then maybe how it's evolved over the years to how you use it now. Okay, so when I first started, of course, no one likes to be in front of the camera, right? Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, I don't like the way I sound, I don't like the way I look, or you know, the lighting's bad, but I just said, just go for it. Mm -hmm. Don't even think about it, just post it. It's about getting that FaceTime in front of people. Right. And that FaceTime is important because what is it, the stat of, you know, an agent, someone forgets that you're an agent every 15 days yeah. or something like that. So by the time I posted that video and a week later, someone's already forgotten that I'm an agent. So right. by just maintaining that, you know, that presence on the social media market, you can because social media is very influential and it's very impactful in your business. And the way that you create yourself and having a perception, it's all about how you perceive and you want people to perceive you. Yeah. And so I think just always being honest and authentic in who you are as a person, people, the, you know, certain people gravitate towards certain types of people. Right. So that's just kind of how I started to gain my notoriety, I yeah. guess, and credibi credibility, yeah. as I should say. Well, and I love what you said because I think people get so worried. Yes. They film a video and then they rewatch it like a thousand times. Yes, and you can. And, can't, and you can't. You literally have to record you and, do. and put it out there. You do. And if you stutter, you just roll with it. Yes. Just keep moving. Because I think that's what even makes you even more authentic is that when you can just keep rolling with yeah. it. Because people are like, oh, you were so cool. You were so fun, lighthearted, yeah. you know, good spirits. And how it set me up now is because what I like to do now is more of like your professional production videos, right. which, you know, those are great because it's a, it's a perfect marketing piece to use across all social media platforms mm -hmm. to where not just anyone, like your Facebook friends will see, you know, the whole market, especially right. when you boost those posts and things yeah. like that. Yes. Well, and I think the other thing too that you touched on is be authentic in who you are. Like, yes. you don't have to create some persona or no, be like you a don't. TV anchor. Like, you, you literally don't. just whoever you are in real life, that's what you want to come across in video because that's who they're exactly. hiring. That's who they're hiring, and yeah. that's who they're working with. And ultimately, I mean, because I wouldn't want to work with someone that's not being authentic to who they are yeah. as a person. And that's one of that's been one of my biggest things that I love to pride myself is just be you in front of the camera because people will. I mean, it'll all work out. Yeah. So yes. which social media over the last several years have you found to be kind of an effective business driver uh -huh. for you? Well, so it's funny because I never used to be a social media person. And judging by my social media today, you would think I've always been, been into social media. It, right. I mean, I'm a bad millennial is what I like to say. So I was I was that guy that would just post something if I were on vacation, be like loving the view. And yeah. then when I got into the real estate business, the residential especially, yeah. uh, you know, our manager, Elizabeth, was always like, you need to do social media. And I was kind of like, really? You know, and so I started with Facebook and Facebook led to Instagram. I had Instagram, but I didn't really use it as sure. much. And then I started to follow all of these different, you know, social media influencers and business pages. And I just saw how powerful social media right. really is. And just all these different agents that would do open house tours or they would do virtual tours with their phones or they'd show you how to work an app on their phone. And I always thought, hmm, maybe I should do that. And so I just kind of started with posting authentic content it, like uh, on Instagram was like my biggest driver. Right. And I think today I can attest to say that Instagram is the biggest platform for me. I, I love using Facebook too as well. I like to say my Facebook has my organic following and Instagram has kind of like a mix. Yeah. And so just really truly gaining that authentic following to the people that are actually following you and they're liking your things and they're not falling off. But social media, Instagram by far has been my biggest yeah. winner for me. And I me. think some people get confused because it is can be overwhelming right <clears throat> but they might post the exact same thing on Facebook that they would post on Instagram but you're saying 
differentiate it a little bit. A little bit. And yeah. most of the time I'm guilty of taking the uh, one post and posting them to both social sure. media platforms. But generally when I think of posting something, my first thought is Instagram. Right. Just because you can, the way the, the algorithms work and driving the hashtags, you can really force that into boosting it across different someone's feed. And that's where I've been seeing quite a bit is Instagram and Facebook, yeah. which has been nice because I was working out at uh, Orange Theory Fitness maybe a couple months ago. Right. And someone came up to me and said, I know you from somewhere. And I was like, you know, hey, how are you? And I, I don't know if I know you, but yeah. sure. And then they said, I saw you on my Facebook feed. You uh, scrolled right across my ads and it was your video. And I was like, okay, good to know. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's working. Yes. Yeah. And that's happened to me more. So it's generally just planting that seed and nurturing it and nurturing it, and it all comes to fruition. Yeah. So, right. And I think the cons yes. you, you kind of consistency. Because I think some people, yes. I posted a video and nothing happened. No, right? you can't it's, do it's that. It's the yes. repeated process of it. Like we do yep. a video every Friday, it goes out about 10 o'clock. So there's a consistent expectation. Correct. Right. Yeah, and people yeah. are waiting. People people are waiting for you to. It's almost yeah. kind of like your little fan group. Yeah. And they're waiting. It doesn't even matter if they're buying a house or not. Yeah. They just want to watch, and they always will send me messages saying, "Hey, I'm not in the market right now, but I have a friend who would like to work with you." Yeah. So I mean, it's just it, when I first started, it was in two, so 2017, that first year of my business. I didn't. My main focus was not social media. It was just getting those open houses, trying to attract buyers that direction. Right. And then I said, 2018. I was like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to build my platform, build my social media business, and I'm, I'm amazed at where I am today. Yeah. Yes. So the key would be is like if you're someone who is newer to the business or yes. you've kind of been a secret agent for a number of years, yes. like get over the fear, don't worry about what people are thinking about you and just post the videos. And just be you, just yeah. be authentic, be you. It's just like having a conversation. Yeah. I always like to say you're having a conversation with the camera Yeah. and you, no one's judging you and yeah. it doesn't matter what other people think because ultimately at the end of the day, right. you are who you are. Well, and what yes. I love is, is we've been doing this, we've talked to a lot of people that use video and they use it in really different ways. Right? Yes. The way you use video is different than like what Weston Pugh and Jeff Updike do of with course. their weekly video series that they do is really polished and produced. Yes. Um, Jason Bell does a great job. He's always just kind of looking at his phone, but right. puts out yeah. consistent video. Mary Beth Harrison has a phone that she just puts on a on a you know tripod and does it and stuff. Correct. So there's no right one way that you have to do it. It's just no. whatever feels comfortable to you and is the easiest way to actually make you do it. Of course, and and you can't just go out and spend a bunch of money on production if unless you have that type of marketing budget. But someone like myself, being a newer agent, I didn't right. have that budget, so I just started with the phone and a selfie stick. And sometimes when I would be out there on the street holding my selfie stick, yeah. people would be driving by. I thought, how ridiculous do I look? But I don't care. It's it's just this yeah. is my business, and you have to set up your business up for success yeah. in the long the long run. It's not about the short term and about now. It's about setting it up now. Like I said, yeah. planting that seed and going forward. Well, and that kind of trans kind of transfers into the next thing we want to chat about was you know you are big on forming those lasting relationships. Yes. And I think people that are newer to the business or haven't been doing this for decades, they're kind of worried about the immediate, right? Like right. I got to get a client. You're kind of already thinking that switching that a little bit and saying, I'm thinking long, long term. term. So maybe talk about that mindset and what that means for someone who might be new. Right. And of course, you know, the do's and the don'ts as a brand new agent and if everyone, you know, it's exciting. The minute you get into real estate, you're thinking, I want my first real estate deal. Yeah. I want this to work out so bad. And of course, I think you have to really, if I could do it all over again, I would think more long term right. rather than short term gratification. So it's getting that client and building that lasting uh, long relationship. Yeah. And one of the things that I've prided myself on doing is building that stress-free memorable experience for my client right. because at the end of the day you're not just a client you're my friend yeah. and I love creating those relationships because I'm the person that they'll call if even after they've closed a month later say 
my garage door's not opening, who should I call? Or, or my dishwasher is flooding, who should I call? And part of me doing that, it's just being authentic. Yeah. Being authentic, being myself, and not pushing someone to do something that they don't want to do, right. especially if they don't feel comfortable doing it. Like going to look at a house, you just kind of set the, set the tone and say, I'm a resource for you. So look at me as your resource and you know, call me if you ever need anything. And then you build that rapport with them and then they start to slowly trust you. And then they call you and say, I'm ready to go look at a house. Yeah. Or I have a friend that wants to look at a house and then they send referrals. Right. Yes. You know, the co cool thing was, is as we were chatting before we started filming, was that like your kind of business philosophy, like it is like the mirror of the new mission that we just rolled right, out. Yes. I mean, it was like people first, <laughs> lasting relationships, yes. elevating, I mean, it's a 100% kind of what you've been living for the right. last three years since you transferred over to residential. And I never really knew that until yeah. it's kind of like when we rolled out this whole new plan and everything, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, that seems kind of familiar about yeah. him doing that, which is cool, but you really do have to put that time and the effort into those clients. Right. And just, like I said, be authentic. That's one of the things that you have to be. Starting out as a new age, Right. And especially people who are much younger, you know, in the business, like myself, being that I'm still in my tw late 20s, people, you know, don't necessarily trust me versus someone who's been in the business or they may be, you know, much more mature and more experienced. So it's really just building that rapport yeah. with them. And I think when I think that's the thing, too. I think some people that are newer to the business and also younger by age fear that, like, you know, I haven't been right. in this for 30 years or whatever. I think if you have a rapport with somebody and trust, yes. the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. It's, yes, it yeah. all just falls into place. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of how I set myself up for yeah. that long term success. The other thing you've chatted about is kind of making sure that you're always moving your business forward. So, yes. how, what do you do like to look black to see if you're like in a plateau level or something? Like, what do you do either looking forward or looking back is to see like, this is, I've got to shake things up right. a little bit or whatever. You know, I think all, all agents are sometimes probably guilty of you know saying, I've got all this business lined up right now. And then they say, oh my gosh, my last closing is in a month. What do I have after that? Right. And, you know, it's building that pipeline. And one of the things too is just making sure that you're keeping in constant communication. And I, every agent goes through those peaks in the valleys. Right. And I think when you start to realize that you're in the valley part and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm hitting a plateau. What do I do next? I think what I've done in my past experiences, I've looked at my social media and I've said, okay, what have I posted? Have I been quiet for like a month? Have Do I you been? usually find that correlation? I usually find that correlation because yeah. if I'm not posting things or if I'm not doing open houses, people are sending me messages saying, oh, I miss your videos on Sunday because it's like my Sunday fun day yeah. uh, you know, that I like to say, like, what are you doing on Sunday fun day? This is what I'm doing. And when I stop doing those, that's when I realize, oh my goodness, where is the business? Yeah. Even though I have a pipeline, but still I need, you know, yeah. future business. Correct. And to build that, it's just staying, you know, in the front view of everyone's yeah. everyone's uh, view. Well, and I think sustainability in, in this industry especially ties back to consistent excellence, right? So right. It is that yes. I'm consistent in what I do that I know got me the business. Correct. Because if I slow that down, I'm probably going to find myself going into a valley a little Right. Bit. And you, you do have to sit down and like take the time and, and actually look at it. And the best time to do that for me is during the holidays. Yeah. Because I can really, truly reflect on my year and where I am right. going and where I would like to move forward. Yeah. Like this year, you know, definitely one of the biggest proponents that I am of is the ninja selling. I love ninja selling and I go around telling all the new agents, go to ninja. Ninja is the best. And any experience agent out there you know everyone should be able to yeah. go I mean it's a great program and one of the things that they touched on was you know Ford you know family occupations recreations and dreams so touching them and making it short and sweet and just showing that you're a friend to them yeah yes I love it well I just think yeah. there's I knew this would be like a, a lot of information in a short period of time for everybody right I was so excited to sit down with you Joe because I knew so many of our agents new or experienced could kind of tap into that energy yes. level that you bring and the ideas that you've kind of brought to a lot of our agents 
um, and hopefully incorporate a little bit into their business in kind of in their authentic manner. Yes. Well, thank you so much yeah. for having so me this today. Was awesome. Yes. Super thank exciting. you. Yes. Thanks everybody for tuning into this episode. Joe, it was awesome having you here, and uh, we'll see you next time on Market Changers.